The Amazing People Podcast, Episode 23. Welcome to The Amazing People Podcast, where ordinary people from all walks of life do amazing things in life and business, with your host, Chip Dizard. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of The Amazing People Podcast. I am so glad you took the time to join us once again, and um, we're going to get right into this interview because I think it's very good. I don't need a long introduction, but this episode, especially for people who are creatives or who do creative things. Now, this gentleman who's coming up is a photographer, and he travels all across the U.S. and the Caribbean and internationally to do his craft with wedding photography. And there are a lot of photographers, you know, almost every corner, every city is a photographer and new ones are popping up like popcorn every day you don't know how many emails and calls and texts i get from people who are asking for either videography advice or photography advice but anyway um this gentleman Sean jackson has a great story and i'm sure you will enjoy it and stay tuned at the end of the episode because i want to share some key takeaways and some key things that we're working on uh not only with this podcast but with another podcast i'm working on and i want to share with some people how to create these types of podcasts because there are a lot of people who ask me hey chip i want to do a podcast but i really don't know how so stay tuned until the end and uh we'll give you some tips okay take care hey this is chip tazard i'm here with teshawn jackson thanks a lot teshawn for being here today my pleasure, my pleasure. Hey, man, just want to talk about your background. And, um, you know, I talk to people all the time, especially aspiring photographers. I know you have an architecture background. I want you to talk about your background and how that kind of launched into your career as a, a professional photographer. Yeah, I have a bachelor's degree in architecture. Um, got into photography late 2008, around October, around October, November 2008. Um, got into it because in my office there was a professional photographer there who happened to take one of my photos for the office and I knew nothing about photography but I found myself doing research on cameras and some of my friends on the East Coast you know they had they went to photography they kind of asked their tips on you know how to get started and you know told me keep it cheap um, invest in glass and I found myself diving in um, full body Wow. So there's a lot, was there a lot of creative people in the architecture firm that were into photography or was it just basically you or some other people? Uh, in my office, there were about three other photographers there. Um, and again, at that time, I've never held a camera before other than a point and shoot or disposable cameras. I knew nothing about photography, didn't know what DSLR meant. Um, I knew like I know nothing about German, I know nothing about photography. Wow, and that's that's two thousand late two thousand eight or early two thousand eight. October two thousand eight is when I bought my first camera. Wow. Okay, so fast forward to two thousand nine. Talk about your first gig or when you turned pro or when you felt that you were a professional, and tell me tell me how that happened. Uh, my first gig came December of two thousand eight. Um, I happened to take some photos of my wife in November because when I got my camera in October, I bought it, um, didn't know what to do with it, so I took some pictures of my wife. I was on campus at the University of Texas at Arlington, and I happened to have some prints that I, I shot, 
and I heard a guy saying they needed a photographer for the um, Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity pageant. So I said, I'm a photographer, <laughs> um, and I happened to have those prints, and I showed it to them. They said, oh, these are nice. He said, what do you charge? I said, um, what are you looking for? He said, we need uh, pictures of 10 girls for the promo. I said, that's 250 bucks. He said, okay, we'll do it. Um, so I booked them on the spot. Um, did the shoots. I shot um, in automatic because I didn't know anything about photography. <laughs> uh, they liked the work that I did, and they hired me to shoot the pageant. Um, the pageant was in that January. Mm. Uh, and I was selling myself as a photographer for a while. Now, you were still working at the firm, though. I was, yes. Okay. okay. Now, let me just ask you about the research and... Once you started liking this, um, how how much research time did you did you really get into it? I mean, how much time did it take you to research online and maybe to reach out to other people, photographers? Oh, man, I spent hours on YouTube looking up other things uh, just to see what was out there. Um, and again, I knew nothing about the craft. I was just winging it, in a, you know, so to speak. Um, I guess I say I was faking it till I was going to make it. Um, and one of my professors at the uh, university was also a photographer. So he would kind of critique my work and said, these are really good stuff here. Um, I said, it is? Because you don't know what quality really is. You know, I had no idea. And he said, you have an eye for this. I said, okay, I guess I do. And I just kept researching online, um, still not knowing anything about you know, how to create an image. I remember one of the, early in my career, my buddy Colville, he said, uh, you need to adjust your aperture. And I was like, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, um, yeah, you need to work on the f-stop and the aperture. I said, okay, I'll work on it, but didn't know what he meant. Wow. So after there, uh, tell me when you just went all in. Was it 2010, 2011? Uh, uh, let's see. You mean full-time? Well, just where you figured that this could be something that you can do for a career. Because it's one thing to have a steady job as an architect, you know, where you, you're making, you know, it's, it's a great career. Yeah, you it's, know? it's a very lucrative career. Yeah. Um, but I think the summer of 2009, I was in Antigua shooting, and I was having a lot of fun with it. And I was like, this is pretty exciting. And I think in 2010, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a step. I'm going to buy. I'm going to upgrade my camera. Because I went from the Rebel XT to the Canon 40D, and then I wanted the 5D Mark II. And I told myself, I want to buy that camera. And I bought it right in July of 2010, right before GC. The Thursday before GC is when I bought it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make big steps now. And I think that summer I decided I'm going to try to do this thing. Okay. Just for people who don't know, GC is general conference session. So I'll explain that in the show notes, just because some people may not know what GC is. So, <laughs> but it's it's a big gathering with Seven Day Adventists every five years. So, um, and it's like a photographer's dream, right? Because you can shoot almost anything for ten nights straight. <laughs> and actually, I met some of my uh, my online Facebook friends at GC at a general conference session for the first time mm-hmm. in two thousand and ten. Yeah. That, that was in Atlanta or Atlanta, correct? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was there. I didn't see you. I didn't meet you there, but I was there. That's that's why that's why I know about you. Yeah, that's... yeah, yeah. Through 2010. So, so all right. So after that, then 
tell me about the transformation. You say, okay, I want to do this and the business side, because a lot of people have the craft side. But I think, you know, one of your strengths, you seem to have a grasp of the business side. Tell me how you dealt with that. On the business side, um, I've always believed that you should always be, you know, your time is valuable. Even if you're not a pro or skilled at what you're doing, if somebody wants to hire you to do something, you must be compensated for your time. Um, I caused a lot of stir in the Dallas market. I think that early 2010, I had a video blog, I guess a vlog, about photographers charging $25 per sessions. And I'm the type of person to say what people want to say, but afraid to say it. And I posted online, and I got a lot of flack from photographers who were very established, who were doing like $100 specials, $50 specials. And they thought I was talking about them, but I was speaking in general. But I also got a lot of positive feedback inbox about, you know, hey, this needs to be said. They're tired of people shooting real cheap. And I said, okay, well, some people be happy. Some people be excited. But um, I'm a business guy. And again, time is valuable. I don't really want to waste time. So you're going to pay me for my time. So you basically, you were you were talking about people who are charging not the market rate, below the market rate. Yeah, yeah it's, you know. There's nothing like somebody who know what they're doing and they have an established brand and now, you know, they're like, well, I'm going to do a $10 special today, 40 pictures on a disc. People do that here in Dallas. Um, in fact, yesterday I saw a guy post about a $2 special. He said, people can afford that now. So I guess you're not a fan of like these Groupons or deals or anything like that. Uh, you know, Groupons are there. If you're creative, you can, you know, win, but people aren't stupid. They know if you have a nice special on Groupon, you're going to hook them with, you know, other upsells. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing a test now. Um, um, I have a former student that's doing a Groupon test. It was uh, actually the Amazon local. He's been pretty successful only because he's been upselling like 80% of people that come there. So they'll they'll pay $40, but his average sale is about 130 140 So he's doing pretty well with it. But that's only because he's a skilled salesman, you know. So I don't know about that. So let's let's talk about let's talk about just someone who's starting out. We'll get a lot of questions here. Uh, 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 just talking to somebody the other night. She, you know, doesn't have a website. She has a Facebook. Uh, she wants to start photography. She's doing it in the church. A lot of people start in churches or nonprofits or you know sororities, fraternities. What is the first piece of advice you would give someone who, who, because everybody seems to be a photographer to Sean, everybody. So tell me the first piece of advice you would give somebody who's who's starting out as a hobbyist like you. Uh, best you did. Okay, advice I would say align yourself with people who are creative, um, have a thick skin, seek constructive criticism, um, honest criticism, um, don't always go for the most expensive equipment. Um, don't focus on the money. Focus on the craft. Um, because if I had to do it my, again, I would focus on the craft and then worry about the money. But, you know, we're all going on the same path anyway. We'll end up at the same destination. Um, but focus on your craft. Study. Again, you know, um, do your own projects, you know. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. That's good advice. So you're saying do projects that you care about, not necessarily people who are paying you to do, correct? Correct. correct. Okay. Yeah, that's that's great advice. That's great advice. I'll say get it. Um, befriend a makeup artist, a hairstylist, and a wardrobe stylist. Get a team together uh, because they can help boost your work after you 
learn the basics. Mm, okay. Okay. In any market. So I know you travel a lot, a lot overseas uh, and you to the Caribbean a lot. Um, tell me how that experience is, because I know a lot of people see the glamour, but it's a lot of hard work. Tell me how hard it is to be traveling away from your family, you know, doing these these things, you know, um, all my trips overseas. I fly American for 99 percent of my flights and every flight I, I fly on leave out of Dallas at 545 in the morning, which means I don't sleep the night before. Um, so I'm up all night long having to be at the airport by 3.30 in the morning to catch the 5.45 flight. Um, I have to worry about my luggage being mishandled at the airport. Um, my equipment stays with me, but it's, it's a hassle. Um, it's a hassle traveling overseas, especially consistently. Um, I'm actually going to cut down on that um, this year or next year going forward. Um, but it's a lot of fun, but it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a hassle, especially when you're not with your spouse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was in the Dominican Republic for six days and, you know. Yeah, people think that it's all glamorous, but it's actually work. I mean, you're not sitting there on the beach, right? <laughs> I mean, you're sitting on the beach, but you're working. <laughs> I, I work, I was in six days and I worked two out of the six days. So, and the days that you do work, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I mean, but mm-hmm. it's, it's not all glam. It's, it's a lot of lot, lot goes into it. It's a lot of work. So tell me about uh, one of your favorite. I mean, I, I I like a lot of your work. Tell me one of your favorite types of of pictures. Or I know you do weddings. I know you do you do editorial. Tell me your favorite. Not really client, but one 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 thing that you look back on your portfolio and say, you know what? I'm really proud of that. Uh, last summer I did a shoot for a designer in Dallas. Uh, because I'll, I'll be honest, last year I told myself uh, either I do well in 2013 or I'm going to just go back to architecture uh, because I felt as though I hadn't really grown. You know, I've not gotten better over the years, but I wanted a marked improvement. I wanted, I wanted to say this is the point where I grew. And I was at a studio with another photographer assisting him, and we were talking about some things, and I saw some of his work, and I was like, How'd you get that? You know, how'd you get the image to look that way? He said, this is what I did. And I was like, really? That's the key I've been missing all these years. And at that moment, I had another session. And that one thing that I learned, I applied it to my session. And I was like, that's when Tashawn Jackson actually, like, went to the next level. Wow. So you're telling me the difference between good to great sometimes is just one small adjustment. Back button focusing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it with with sports or anything. It could be footwork. I mean, it's, it's just amazing how one, one thing. Yeah, and the funny thing is, I was reading a photography book maybe about three or four years ago, and I read up, I read up on it, and I tried it once, but didn't see the benefit at the time since I was taking a picture of a tree outside. Um, but it wasn't until I saw it, you know, on his computer screen, I was like, wow. Um, I always use my middle focus button and. How do you get to compose that way? He's like, yeah, back focus, back focus. I'm like, oh, okay. So at that point, I was like, and all my images after that day all like went up, a, you know, a few notches. A few notches. So, uh, so you have most of your business, of course, is is on referral. Um, like a lot of people, I know, I know that. But um, I want to talk about just where you see yourself, you know, this year and, and going on into next year, hopefully. 
see where do you see yourself? Uh, this year, my goal is 24 weddings. I have 11 locked right now. I actually know a lot. I actually booked one on Sunday. I have 12 locked. Um, I have a bridal show this yeah, this coming Sunday. And my goal is to um, lock in the rest uh, for the year. But I want to be able to do you know high-end weddings next year. Um, no more than three destination weddings, unless you're going to pay my additional destination fee. <laughs> But I want to keep, you know, each year, you know, this year 24, maybe next year 30. I want to keep doing this. Yeah. And 24 is a lot of weddings. I mean, that is a lot. lot. But compared to the other guys, you know, that I look up to who do 30 weddings in a year or 52, I mean, um, that's a lot of work. But, uh, you know. 52? Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. I mean, that is a lot. Unless you have weddings on Mondays, Sundays, Saturdays, Fridays. So <laughs> you have that. Okay, so tell me how people can get in contact with you and, and find your blog and your site. Uh, my site is TashawnJackson.com. That's T-E-S-H-O-R-N, Jackson.com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook as well. Uh, if you go on my site, you can go to the tab for the blog. Um, I'm on Instagram. At Antigua Born, A N T I G U A B O R N. Um, just Google my name; you'll find me somewhere. I can't hide. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 your site is really—you put a lot of time and effort. Talk about your your website. You recently redesigned it. You put a lot of time and effort into that. Tell me about that real quick. Yes, uh, I mentioned earlier on that you must have creative people around you, and have a thick skin, and look for constructive feedback. One of my buddies is a graphic designer. I'm not the best when it comes to layout and design. And I asked him, hey, what do you think about this? He's like, nope, 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 nope. I said, okay, how about this one? Nope, nope, nope. And I was like, come on, man. He said, your website needs to have an experience. When people go to it, they need to experience what you're doing. I said, okay. And I took it to heart. And I said, all right, I'm going to go ahead and find something that works. And I did it. And I got a lot of good feedback from him about it. Good, good, good. And these days, how important, um, there's a lot of photographers, well, at least aspiring ones that may listen to this, that may think their Facebook page is all they need. <laughs> how do you feel about that, just having a Facebook page and not an actual website? Man, I, I hate when people go to my Facebook page because I don't feel as though Facebook with the new layout changes the quality of the photos. And, you know, it's cool they find me on Facebook, but it's like, Go to my website, please. Afford my Facebook page. The quality sucks on Facebook. It doesn't do it any justice. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, if let, let's say if some people aren't on Facebook, you know what I mean? They may not be. There are some people that just really aren't on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that may not find you mm-hmm. as, as quickly. So, And you're on Instagram, Twitter, and no, you're on Twitter? I am on Twitter. Um, it's TeshJack. Oh, Tess Jackson, I think. Okay. But you're mainly on Facebook and your blog. If people want to get in contact with you, Facebook and your um, your, your website. Yeah, go straight to my site. Uh, best way to reach me, I tell people. If you want to reach me, send me a, just contact me on there, and I respond to all messages within 15 and 20 minutes. Customer wow. service is very important. Okay. Wow. Wow, that's quick. <laughs> that's I assess what you need, and I'll either, you know, if you – you um, like to message me, I'll call you back, send your message. Mm-hmm. I, I did a wedding last, two weeks ago, and the bride contacted another photographer. He never responded. 
and she contacted me and I responded within the 15, 20 minutes. She was like, what? Said, that's what I do. And she hired me. Wow. that That's so important. I, I hope people are listening to that because I think that because when you're filling out a form, I know I do it all the time and it's like, does it go to a black hole? Or does somebody actually get it, you know, and do you respond? So I know when I get emails, I try to respond business or non-business just as a courtesy. So yes. that's good that you, that you do that, man. Hey, but I, I appreciate it. Your, your, uh, your time and uh, your expertise and best wishes in 2014 and beyond. Thank you, sir. Same to you. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. You know, uh, Tetron is a good, good guy, and he is a good photographer and a good friend. So I want to make sure that you all visit his website, TetronJackson.com, like his page on Facebook, Instagram, Antigua Born, uh, and he has a lot of resources out there. And if you're looking for a wedding photographer or any corporate photography all over, not only in Dallas, but all over, uh, give him a call and tell him that Chip sent you. I don't get any commission or anything uh, uh, like that. But just tell him that Chip sent you, and I highly recommend him for your photography. All right, so we want to get into the portion of this podcast. I know it's running a little long, but I want to talk to you about creating podcasts. So there's a lot of people that's asked this question. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to put a resource up on my show notes about creating podcasts. I have a on my site uh, a, a, a workflow that I use. You know, everybody uses a different workflow for creating podcasts. But the, one of the main reasons I think you should uh, create your podcast is because that it gives you a voice. Where else will someone else listen to you in the car or on the road or while they're working out for 20, 30 minutes? All right. Or read something for 20, 30 minutes at a time. So there are a lot of different blogs out there about podcasting. And, you know, I've written some and I've, I've learned some lessons, but I am going to be uh, creating a course, actually. And this course is uh, specifically for ministry people, for pastors, because I know that a lot of times they have a lot of content with podcasts. So look out for that. If you just go uh, to this site and you'll see uh, it's photography, and it'll be this episode slash 23 and you'll see the information about other courses coming up uh, soon or if this is older if you listen to this in uh, a while from now you'll hear about the course and how to join it so that's about all that's just a quick tip but i really encourage you to keep on uh, listening and also consider creating your own podcast because you need your voice out there and the world needs to hear it thanks so much and have a great day and remember to continue to be amazing.